0: Now you want to get nuts! Come on! Let's
1: get nuts. Hello everybody! How's it going? Hold on, hold on. Where? ah, 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 there we go. What's happening everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. It is hump day. Kind of made some humping sounds right there didn't I well uh, now that it's awkward hit that like thumbs up That's right hit it hit it hard, and then of course subscribe do all that Do all that do what this says right here hit that notification bell everything you know what to do. You know exactly what to do um, You know we're gonna do a members-only stream right after this every Wednesday. We do a members-only stream Sorry, uh, yes uh, Throat is still a little eh, a little bit so uh, you know I did pour a drink today I have a spritzer, but it's a tequila spritzer, that's right. Still have that Dwayne Johnson's tequila leftover from Friday when I got it for Cinco de Mayo. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to add a little fizz to it and uh, to try to soften the tequila taste. And it doesn't do that much, but cheers. Oh. ooh wee! Yeah. Tasting what that rock is cooking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tequila, just not my friend. I've had the worst hangovers when it comes to tequila, so. Good luck to me tomorrow. All right, what's going on? We got uh, plushies, plushies DX right here. Snyder quotes are gold. Yes, we're gonna be talking about that, of course. Dominique, hello, love Batman Superman. That was my favorite movie it's good. All right, here we go. We got uh, Travis from Vegas. Dave, you should sell some, uh, some new, some sew so, so, so patches, sew so on patches. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, what, what? Blah, 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 blah. On patches on your channel i uh, will put it on a, on my AFSP and uh, uh, Zack Snyder vest. Eh, something to think about for sure. We got uh, Mr. Nobody right here. Happy Hump Day! Happy Hump Day to Galactic Fearsome as well. So good to see you. Sorry, let me turn that up. Turn up the music. What's going on? I have no idea what the title means, but it certainly sounds interesting. Well, you must have not have been on Twitter then today, Eric. we well, good to see you. We got Miss Nighthawk. Good to see you, Steph. Always great to see you, hold on, hold on, I gotta turn that off, okay, continuing on, we got Mr. Fear Jason right here, good to see you buddy, we got Jose, what up people, hump day, 50 years from now, people will still be arguing, I know, right, jeez, it's constant, it's constant, it's very much uh, constant, so, uh, you, uh, Jose, did you put Lane in time out, my god, is it because he said about something about the Dodgers, which uh you know what? I could put you in timeout for putting him in timeout. I'm thinking about doing that, so I'm just saying. I can't pull up his uh, I can't pull up any of his messages that he put right there, so good job, moderator That's <laughs> good. It's alright. John, to twenty twenty three, and we're still talking about this. Yeah. And it got reignited today, of course, so yeah. yeah screw them, Dodgers You're gonna put me in timeout now, too? You know, put me, turn off the camera somehow. It's all good. It's all good. Okay, let's see what else we got. Yeah, can't see what Lane's saying. Deus, what's going on? We got Dave, did you see the vid of Affleck slamming the car on JLo? Yeah, that's going to be part of the tweet, so uh, we'll be talking about that as well. What's going on, Mr. Josh? BBS, BBS is epic. Zack Snyder basically said that... On BBSA Day, Day two, full uh, haters. Are, yeah, that's what we're gonna be talking about because uh, for some reason we're almost like it's like a week and a half after that whole thing, and and uh, you know these ar- articles started coming out talking about it, which is ridiculous. MSGT, what's happening? We got Miss Susie, how you doing, Tristan? Good to see you. We got Stephanie. A stream on my birthday is a great way. Hey, happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, Miss Stephanie T, with a PH. Happy birthday to you. Cheers. Mm. I still have a, I accidentally washed this, uh, my Batman glass, and I haven't scraped it off with the price tags still on it. And now it's like molded to it. It's like, it's like totally just singed to it. So that's why there's still a little thing right there. But anyways, happy birthday, Stephanie T. Good to see you. Thank you for uh, always being in the chat, and hopefully you have a good birthday. Celebrate more this weekend. Uh, what's going on, Mr. Nicotina? We got Andre. We got Tatsua. Oh, I always say your name. I just say Tet, you know, you know me. I, I, I say things wrong all the time. So we got Rhea here, too. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, let's see. Uh, who else we got? Who else we got? Hey, Wonder Meg is here also. Let's see. I think you said something. There you go. What up? What's going on? Wonder Meg. So yeah, we got royalty. We got royalty in the in the chat right now. And uh, she did just post, I think I saw on the timeline, you just posted a video after, uh, after not posting for a while. So go, guys, check it out. Talking about Superman, I think. Superman Collection. So check it out. Getting back into the game. Uh, Dave, have you seen Batman? Reci- uh, I don't know. Uh, have I? Maybe. I don't know. I'm wearing the fat bat today. So I think this is casual Batman shirt, to be honest. Okay, who else we got? Um, Lane said it looks like BBS is driving the <laughs> Jeez. God, these moderators, I tell you, right? Shiraz, what's going on? Good to see you. Oh, man, I hate how this thing jumps. So much, so much. <coughs> Sorry, like I said, uh, so, like I said, still got a little bit of the cough happening right now. So. Yeah, I think it's just uh, some of that SnyderCon cough that was happening. Yeah, that's all anyways guys. All right. Well, there you go. Good to see everybody always. So uh, like I said, make sure you uh, subscribe hit that like thumbs up become a member because like I said, you guys can pick my brain after we're done here naturally. So if you want to do that, but uh, right now we're going to go to that tweets. Huh? Let's get that tweets, man. I miss my stream deck. I don't know why that thing just uh, went out on me. Yeah, so I'm still ha- I have to like scroll now and I hate scrolling. Who likes to scroll except for when you're lying in bed at night or in the morning and you're just scrolling through on your phone, right? Okay, let's go ahead and uh, get to these tweets and see what's happening over here in the Twitter sphere, huh? All right, here we go. Boop. All right, here we go. Make that, minimize that. All right, here we go. All right, and I can see you guys now. Okay, this is pretty cool. (laughs) A variant of Thanos that says, the only thing snapping around here is this drip. That's right. Look at that. We got Chad. We got Thad Chanos or Chad Thanos, I should say. Not Thad. Chad. Or uh, we could do a Thad Chanos. Ch- Thad Chanos. Look at that. Dyslexia. Uh, no, Chad Thanos right there. I thought that was pretty cool. It's cool little art. Look at Sharp. Look at Sharp. And speaking of Josh, speaking of Josh, he uh, he posted a video right here. You know, with uh, Zach right here. And it was funny because I was creeping in the background of this video. So I was like, oh, yeah, who's that guy? So, yeah, when Zach was like doing that, I was just uh, sitting there getting, uh, you know, getting, uh, I guess you could say, you know, warmed up for the commentary. But, yeah, there's uh, Josh's video right <laughs> here. Brother?
0: I'm just lurking oh, in the nice background, just I being know, a creeper
1: there you go flex it flex it flex it so but yeah there it was just lurking in the background right there boom 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 but then of course there was more of that too good video right there josh short king yeah well so is so was zach you know uh officer martinez if crypto was at the the capital, he would have helped Superman find the bomb. And I thought that was kind of funny because, you know, dogs, they sniff out bombs. I mean, I I guess Crypto would have sniffed out the bomb in the the chair if he was there. I don't know. I guess so, right? Because even though, like, you know, Superman can't see through lead, but I'm assuming that Crypto could smell through the lead, right? I guess we could assume that, that he, he could smell through the lead. So maybe he would have helped. Could you imagine that? You know what? I mean... To be honest, I know some people are just like, what the hell is going to happen? I mean, all I'm saying is you put a dog in a movie. I mean, let's let's just remember. I know there's like a discourse when it comes to James Gunn and him putting crypto in his Superman movie or at least bringing him into like a live action setting, even though it's been done in Titans, which I forget about because I try to forget about that show. Um, just the fact of the matter is you put a dog in there. I mean, like, what started John Wick? What gave us four John Wick movies? He got his dog killed, okay? He got his dog killed. A man and his dog, a superman and his super dog. I'm just saying there could be something there. I'm just saying. You put a dog in there, and I just, uh, you know. Ah. Oh, yeah, and then we got uh, good old uh, Gramps Spiden right here uh, saying uh, what an attractive group of kids. Yes, he did say that right there.
0: And all the young people here, all of you, what an attractive group of kids.
1: Okay, so... Poorly choice. <laughs> Good choice of words there, uh, <laughs> Biden. But uh, it was just like, yeah, very poor choice of words right there. Oi, Yeah, it was a little interesting. Maybe, uh, you know, I know, sometimes he's just being pulled up on strings, you know. He's just like, hey, everybody. Ah, come on, man, what's going You know, uh, old man Biden. But, uh, yeah, and I know some people, eesh, it was just kind of... Kind of interesting. And and I get it because there's people that are be like, hey, he didn't mean it like that. He said that. Yeah. But 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 if it was the other guy that said it, you'd be all over it. OK, let's not do that whole thing. Let's not do that whole thing. If, if Biden said it, if Trump said it, if anybody, I mean, whoever said that, I would still be like poor choice of words. I don't care who said it. It was a poor choice of words. And speaking of uh, Joker, Heath Ledger Joker, you know. Fear Jason put my face on uh, those behind the scenes right there. So, ah. Anyways, all right, then we got, uh, we got, look, we got a shot right here. I always love seeing these uh, behind the scenes shots right here of the director doing the whole, like, you know, the framing hands, the framing hands. You know, f- forget sparkly fingers. I love the, f- the framing hands. The framing hands is all, is what I like to see right there. But of course, we got Christopher Nolan directing, Killian Murphy. In uh, Oppenheimer, so that that's gonna be great, of course. Uh, we got nipples. That's right. We got Field Cho right here. He keeps on, of course, drawing up these uh, these drawings that are, you know, the same the same poses, but the different costumes. And uh, we got Val Kilmer's Panther suit. That's right. We call it the Panther suit. And you know what? To be honest, I don't give a shit. Uh, Batman Forever is the ultimate like it's a it's a guilty pleasure, but I'm not even guilty about it. It's just I just like watching it. Okay. It's it, Val Kilmer, Jim Carrey. I mean, yes, Tommy Lee Jones was doing something weird, but hey, whatever. Um, but I thought the bat suit, the bat suit in Batman Forever is pretty damn awesome. I don't care. Nipples and all. Nipples and all. And they got Mr. Dustin Massey right here. Look at this. Look at this. You know, if it was the 90s, if the 90s had a Justice League, that's right. Tim can't save the, uh, the world without Johnny. Yeah. And this is like an homage, I guess, to the, uh, the, the, love that, uh, Tim Burton and Johnny Depp have. Uh, you know, I guess he put, yeah, he put Johnny Depp as, uh, Aquaman and then Sam Jackson as Cyborg. And of course we got, uh, Mr. Ship that is, uh, obviously the nineties, the nineties flash. And then of course we got Gina Davis, Gina Davis as Wonder Woman. I think that would actually be a good casting for nineties. Yeah. She's, she's a tall lady. She's she was strong. She was badass in the nineties. Yeah, so I like the Gina Davis. I like the Gina Davis. Um, um, you know, Wonder Woman right there. So that's pretty cool. Uh, the Jonathan Majors thing happened yesterday. Uh, nothing much. There's going to be another. There's going to be another court date that's going to be happening in June. So there hasn't been any kind of announcement yet, but. It is interesting because a lot of people are wondering what's going to be happening with him when it comes to future roles, specifically his Marvel role as Kang. And I know there's like a rumor out there, but again, who knows? Somebody could just be making it up, and it's easy to even guess that they are obviously considering recasting Kang. And I mean, luckily enough, they can actually just kind of work with it and be like, yeah, the variant changed or whatever the hell. But yeah, so... Um, yeah, so that we're not going to find out much more until like, I guess you could say next month when it comes to Mr. Majors. That's right. Keep promoting that hashtag ZSJL and IMAX or release the Snyder Cut and IMAX. You can use both. I think uh, I'm going with the shorter one, at least right now. So. We got a picture right here of Bruce Campbell, and uh, I'm guessing Sam Raimi. Yes, Sam Raimi, of course, sitting right there. That's pretty cool for the Army of the Dead. Army of Darkness, I should say, behind the scenes. And then we got the Muschietis, the Flash, and uh, basically, well, if we translate it right here. any Muschietti visits the country with uh, Barbara Muschieti, uh producer of the film. We can't take—I mean, apparently we're going to be able to see—there's There's, there's going to be some— there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be some uh, early screenings that are gonna be happening too. I'm jealous, but uh, I mean, they're speaking Spanish. You know, obviously. So, and then of course he plays a trumpet, which is cool. So good on those guys. And then speaking of more, more '90s, '90s world's finest, right here. That's right. We got Nick Cage, Superman. How dare you, Jose? How dare you? Let's start that hashtag. Sell Dave to Netflix. Well, I mean, you can. I'm, you know, that would it'd be a lot cheaper than the Snyderverse and a lot more, you know, realistic. You could sell me to Netflix if, uh, you know, Netflix would have me. I would definitely take the, I would definitely see like, yeah, why not? But I thought this was cool right here. World's Finest is also from Dustin Macy. Massey, Mas- Macy. I'm, I'm probably saying his name wrong, but yeah, he, uh, he put the World's Finest The Michael Keaton and Nicholas Nicholas Cage. That's right. You guys remember I was Superman at one point. Ooh. Ah, yes. Boop. All right. I was just looking at the chat. Sorry. There's a shot of uh, Pattinson Bruce Wayne right there. And then look at this. Uh, Like I said, I'm a fan of Dustin right here. Look at this, like, badass Batman Batfleck homage poster right here. You know? Look at that. I mean, that just looks cool. Look at that beast. Man, he made him very beast-like. Dude's huge right there. Absolutely huge. So good work by him. Of course, we'll talk about that. Uh, 2007, downtown uh, Chicago. We got Nolan and, of course, Ledger right there with the opening Dark Knight sequence. And then speaking of Dark Knight, look at this. Yeah, look at that Bat bike with the little sidecar for Robin. You know you want to ride that thing. And then, of course, we've got Francis Manupol, if I'm saying his name right. I mean, you know, it's kind of funny because... Mr. Scott McClellan and I, uh, and, uh, you know, we just talked about Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero on Batman the Fanimated Stream last Sunday, talking about that movie, and we both appreciated that movie and that story. So here's some pretty cool art that shows Batman and Freeze. Looks pretty damn cool. Um, so apparently Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt was just having fun like the whole time when when it, when it came to the press junkets of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. When it came to him, like he was with the, he was there with James Gunn pretty much the, the whole time. And he was just like basically just he kept on bringing up. I mean, obviously, he brought up the whole crypto thing, which is how we got, I guess you could say, confirmation that crypto is going to be in Superman Legacy or at least in the in the new DCU. But, uh, you know, we could thank Chris Pratt for all these um, little gags because even right here, he just wanted to basically talk about, like, you know, Batman.
0: Chris, have you made your plea for your DC character yet? Um, Catwoman is not going to happen as yes. much as he bugs me about it. <laughs> it's going to happen. Catwoman. It's not going to happen. You're I have pushing. a leather mask. Keep pushing. <laughs> you're, you're Batman, aren't you? You're, you're Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to Yep, that's right. That's just what America wants and the rest Batman. of the world Yeah. is for me to play Batman. It's fine. It's time finally to bring an actor Batman. with some gravity to it. You know what I mean? I agree. I James? agree. You uh, be
1: Batman. I don't that's not a bad thing. It's got the chin
0: for it. Here. I'm Batman. Hold yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, let me do the voice or that I would cow. do. I'd go opposite. I'd go, I'm Batman. Ah, well, maybe i <laughs> Yeah, Play so. against the type. I'm Batman. Go. I'm Batman. I'm doing a voice so they won't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> you'll never recognize me. <laughs> you'll never, never, right. Yeah, I should. You'll never think I'm Bruce Wayne. No. Not with this voice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he's just having fun. Good times. Good times. I mean, obviously, Chris Pratt. Yeah, I know a lot of people want him from Booster Gold. Which he might be, you never know, but it's just, it is kind of interesting, like, because we know that there's going to be some Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy cast members are going to be coming over and being in the DCU, and uh, you never know what, uh, you never know what Chris Pratt's going to be. I think he would be a good booster gold, but, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. Here's a cool gif, of course, from Zack Snyder's Justice League that should be appreciated on the big IMAX screen. Oh, MTV News has now is now gone away, guys. Oh boy, no more MTV News. If I could find the oh, where's it at? I don't even know. I can't find it. Damn it. Oh well, I try to find it. Where is it? No. Nope. All right, here we go. All right, MTV News is shutting down. Finally, Paramount has decided to shut it down. And it, God, I thought the, I thought MTV News like ended in the early two thousands. Like. MTV when they stopped playing music reality shows, but yeah, apparently that's what's happening. So yeah, more layoffs are happening all over the place. No more MTV news. I can still hear the, you know, the uh, the MTV news. K- k- and Kurt Loder would come on or Tabitha Lasor, whatever the hell her name was. You know, yeah, I always remember those MTV News moments. I still remember, I still remember the one where, they, where, where it came up. I was watching MTV and being a Metallica fan. I remember there was an MTV News clip that came up where they talked about Jason Newsted, the bassist at the time, quitting Metallica and then James Hetfield going into rehab. It was crazy. It was a lot for being a Metallica fan. That was like the early 2000s. I remember hearing that. I was like, oh, shit. So, yeah, one of the, you know what's going to happen. You already know what's going to happen, right? MTV is eventually going to have to go back to the whole big-time music thing. They're going to start, like, reverting back. Paramount's just going to be like, hey, we got to get back to actual music television, not just a bunch of stupid goddamn, I mean, they got Rob Deerdeck. How off? You just change it to MTV? I guarantee you fucking Rob uh, ridiculousness is on is playing right there. That's all they fucking play on MTV now is ridiculousness. That's all they do. And I mean the show, Ridiculousness, not just Ridiculousness, yeah. Don't you hate it when you, uh, you know, forget which multiverse you're from? (gasps) What? We got a new shot of Barry right here. Not sure why he's not wearing his gloves, but that's interesting. And, of course, uh, you know, he's seen some shit. He's in the Speed Force. Something's happening. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. But, yes, this is from a a new uh, TV spot that showed up on the NBA playoffs yesterday, which is right here. That's right. We got some more footage, a little bit more footage. Not too much, but, hey, at least they're marketing it with the uh, NBA playoffs right at least you're doing that and there's a shot right there it's a little whoop, Right there there's the shot right there whoop whoop two berries what so yeah some more shots happening right there in that in that tv spot so at least they're marketing that so and i don't care what anybody says you know going back to batman forever this is the best robin bat uh, robin live action suit i almost said robin batsuit um, but yeah, this is the best Robin live action suit from Batman Forever. Yes, they changed it big time. They made, they made Batman the Batman and Robin suit like the Nightwing suit. Um, but I think this is the best live action. Nipples and all. I don't care about the nips, man. I don't care about the nips. But I thought the Chris O'Donnell Batman Forever Robin live action suit was the best. The best. And then guess what? Twitter is working on introducing voice and video calls as confirmed by Elon Musk. So imagine this guys, imagine this. So you're having like one of those Twitter squabbles. You're doing back you're going back and forth. You're quote tweeting because you want your followers to feel like you're a badass, you know, when they, you when you argue through quote tweeting, I always love that because anytime I see an argument through quote tweeting, I always have to like go like layer by layer by layer to see where the whole thing freaking started. But yeah, you're doing that, and then imagine, imagine one of the guys ends up calling you, calling you. Yeah, there's no way that people are going to pick up that freaking video call, right? Can you imagine that? You know what would be cool, though? You know what would be awesome? If, like, during one of these Twitter squabbles, when you see that, is if it could be broadcasted live on Twitter, like an actual video call. The video call would be streamed live on Twitter, So when, like, you know, hey, let's settle this through video call, and they just go live and boom. That's what I'd want to see right there, but you know that's not going to be happening. You know that people aren't going to do that. And this is pretty good right here. I love this. I love that. Everybody uses that Joe Rogan, uh, that Joe Rogan reaction right there. It's so cool. <laughs> Perfect. That's the way the movie theater was that day. Absolutely. And then hey guys, you know we're gonna be talking about a little mermaid. You guys see this clip?
0: Oh, fire. Okay, okay, listen to me. The human world is a mess. Life under the sea is better than anything
1: they got going on up there. This seaweed is always greener in somebody else's legs. The fuck is this? I don't even know. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Ugh. I didn't even like that song as a... Ah. There you go, guys. Are we excited for Little Mermaid, I think? No. No? Eh? Yeah. I don't know, man. Again, something should just remain cartoons. Should just remain cartoons. I don't know. That's just me right there. I'm like, you know, I, I said that about Lion King, even though that made a billion dollars. I, I, I didn't think Lion King translated well into, you know, live action. But uh, when I watched this clip, I was like, it just felt low energy from what I remember from the actual cartoon. But again, this is not, I'm not the audience for this. Now, if this, uh, I, I, when does this movie come out? I don't even know, that's how not hyped I am for it. But uh, probably, unless there's something else that I'd rather see, which is probably a lot of things coming out that week, I am probably gonna go see this. Yes, that's right, because I do it for you. I do it for, you know, me pulling away. And I, I mean, maybe I'll be shocked by it. I was shocked by Aladdin. I thought Aladdin was going to be worse than it actually was. I actually enjoyed somewhat. I didn't enjoy all of it. And it's not like I have really, I don't think I've even rewatched it, but I was actually like, okay, Aladdin was better than I thought it was going to be because I thought that was going to be a shit sandwich. Something might happen when it comes to Little Mermaid. Who knows? But eesh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yes, I hate watch it for you. Now I'm not hate watch. I don't hate watch movies. I don't hate watch. I love movies. I want. I just go in with low expectations. I want movies to impress. I want to be impressed by whatever vision the director is trying to show me. I never. I never hate watch. I don't hate watch. (laughs) Never do that. And then we got some new image. Jizz of uh, the Flash right here. We got Supergirl. Look at that. Costume looks great. Remember how everybody was hating on the costume? And, you know, because they were looking at the behind the scenes. I think the costume looks absolutely fantastic. And, of course, this young Barry right here. And then we got a close-up right here of the makeshift Young Barry Flash costume, which, of course, is just using an old costume from uh, Batman Returns and spray-painting it green, or not green, red, and, uh, of course, putting the Thunderbolt right on it. So that looks pretty damn cool right there. I love that. And then podcast, Michael uh, Rosenbaum. <clears throat> so we got we still got this coming out, which, uh, yes, very much looking forward to it because it's going to be another Batman, the animated series, Batman Cape Crusader on inside, inside of you with uh, is that what it's called? Uh, it's translating. So Michael Rosenbaum's uh, podcast, Michael Rosenbaum <clears throat> revealed that he auditioned to voice Batman in the animated series, Batman Cape Crusader. He says he did well as Batman, but he doesn't think they liked his Bruce Wayne and he didn't get the part. I wonder who got the part. Did they announce that already? They haven't announced that, right? I don't think so. Hey, look at this. Exclusive! Netflix conspiracy thriller, They Clone Tyrone, is like if the Truman Show drank a bottle of vodka, said the director, Jewel Taylor. Cheers! I wish I had vodka in here. That's all you had to tell me. Sounds awesome. It's got Jamie Foxx, it's got Boyega, and I forget what her name is. That's, uh, what's her name? Uh, one of the, uh, I can't remember her name at the moment right now. Apologize. But, uh, you know, Truman Show, if it drink a bottle of vodka. So cheers to that. And look at these costumes. They look crazy. We got a sign right here watching, watching out for one another. And it's got the eye, the all seeing eye. I'm very intrigued by this movie. I'm looking forward to this. sounds awesome. Sounds great. And you know, it also looks great and sounds great. It's Secret Wars or Secret Invasion, not Secret Wars. Secret Wars is coming out later, but Secret Invasion, baby. They just released this uh, behind-the-scenes featurette of the cast talking about it. Some behind-the-scenes shot, but I'm very much looking forward to uh, Secret Invasion right here. I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be something different. They're kind of changing it up. It's gonna be very spy espionage. You know, I mean, obviously it's not going to be, you know, after watching She-Hulk. I mean, it's something we need. Um, No, but I think this is going to be something pretty great because obviously we got Sam Jackson leading this series right here as Nick Fury. And it's going to be, yeah, just spy, spy, spy. Looking forward to it. So that's a good uh, featurette right there. Look at that costume. Ah, in HD. She looks good. She looks good. She so looks good. Also, the new Ninja Turtles movie is going to slap, guys. Look at this. I don't know. I laughed. Probably a little too hard at this video right here. I laughed way too hard. Just a, t- a turtle slapping another turtle. B-b-b-b-b-b-b-b. Intense. More action than Secret of the U's. And then we got this meme right here. <laughs> That's hilarious! Come on, give me back the suit. Give me back the suit. That's funny. That's just funny right there. Uh, Darren Murphy, Mr. Murphy, thank you for the uh, the five dollars super chat. Hey, I was wondering if you ever saw my DC. Oh, you know what? You you know what? Send it send it through send it through DMs. I you said you sent it on the mentions and I didn't see it. But uh, please, the import or I could just look for it. I could just type in Emporium Studio but or put it in my uh, in response to to uh, this show the show on on Twitter so you could do it like that and check it out anyways yeah that was a pretty fun little meme right there and then we got uh, Entertainment Weekly showing us something from uh, from uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 of course we got re- we got Miss Ferguson, Rebecca Ferguson, and Tom Cruise right there. Mm-hmm. Going to be interesting. Do it, come on. Do it. That's right. There's going to be a series about me on Netflix. Let's go. I'm going to show it. Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. That's right. We got our new, I think it's a docu-series, right? Yep. Docu-series about Arnold Schwarzenegger that's going to be coming up. Talking about his life. I mean, come on. The guy did so much. So much. I mean, you could watch Pumping Iron, Pumping Iron when uh, you know that's a it's a good movie to watch, you know when he <laughs> when he talks about it weightlifting. It's like I'm not even gonna say what he says, but you know you can watch that. But anyways, I'm looking forward. It's a three part documentary series that chronicles Arnold Schwarzenegger's journey from rural Australia to one of Hollywood's most popular movie stars ever. I think he was the popular movie star ever. I'm just saying, can't wait for that. Such a legend. Such 11. 11? Legend. Jeez. All right. Al Roker apparently has seen the Flash movie. That's right. Al Roker. You guys know who I'm talking about. Al Roker, weatherman. Al Roker, been a weatherman for years. I know he's... uh, I don't think he's really doing it anymore because he's uh, got some health issues. But you can see the guy right there. But apparently, according to Al Roker, he said, Not going to say anything to spoil anything other than the Flash is so good. Got to see it this afternoon with some friends at the Today Show, and we all loved it. What? Even Al Roker loved the Flash. So cheers to that. I did not think we were gonna get an early reaction to uh, to uh, to uh the Flash movie when it came to coming from Al Roker. That's that's pretty cool. So there you go, Al Roker. Oh, and this is hilarious right here. This is absolutely hilarious. So this is um, Mr. Uh, Will Poulter, of course, who played Adam Warlock in Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3. So he explains right here how he got approached by somebody who mistook him for Sid Phillips from Toy Story. This is absolutely freaking hilarious right here. What has been your
0: weirdest fan interaction so far? I was using the bathroom.
1: Always the bathroom. See, we every go. single time he
0: asked this, it's always, always, the, always bathroom. the
1: bathroom. <laughs> using the bathroom. I was at a urinal always and a gentleman asked me to list some of the things i had been in um, <laughs> you and can't do that you've got to know if yeah. you're
0: going to do the bathroom approach yeah
1: and also I can't answer that without sounding like a real bleep mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you can swear, on you the can platform, swear. Uh, without sounding like an asshole mm-hmm. so I didn't list <laughs> any of the things I've been in, I didn't want to like turn into Troy McClure and be Mm. like, you might remember me from such thing." Like I didn't
0: want to do that at least for the bathroom. So I said, oh, I don't know, man, I'm an actor. I've done done a few things. I'm sorry. I don't know what you've watched. And then he went, I know what it is. Toy Story. (laughs) (laughs) No way.
1: No. (laughs) And I was like,
0: how do I explain that that character's
1: animated, (laughs) that it came out in 1996? That's hilarious. I mean, let's face it, though. He does look like an older version of Sid. There's Sid right there. It does look, I mean, there's a resemblance there. I mean, the guy was an idiot, obviously, but there is a resemblance there. Maybe he was fucking with him. I don't know. But that's hilarious because I definitely see the resemblance. (laughs) It's freaking funny, but it's always in the bathroom, right? Always in the bathroom. All right. And then uh, James Gunn actually ended up tweeting this right here. But, you know, I mean, I mean, regardless of how you feel about James Gunn, I know there's people out there. There are people that just have serious hate boners and they're acting like how people act towards Zack Snyder, which is funny. You know, it's just that it's it's almost like a. Well, it's kind of like a full circle when it comes to hey, wow, you just circled back around, and now you're now you're the guy you're, now you're the guy that hates whatever. But you know, he said this right here during the junk, and I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty good talking about his love of filmmaking.
0: When people go to see a movie, I hope that when they go to see a movie, they walk in, they enjoy it, of course, and then when they walk out of the theater, they love the person next to them a little more than what they felt about them when they walked in. That when they walk out of the theater, maybe they feel a little bit more hope about. What this world can be than when they walked in. This is a story about compassion. It's about the power of compassion, the power of empathy, and hopefully a little bit of that will soak up, just a little bit uh, in people, and then we'll have been, you know, done what we needed to do.
1: There you go. When people- there you go. That's what he's talking about when it comes to like, you know, talking about Guardians, of course, and then of course, just talking about movie making in general. Good words! I like those words, you know? Like I said, I, I'm, I'm not like a, I'm not, I don't love him, I don't hate him, I'm just kind of going like, alright, I like him. It's fine. I'm curious to see what he does with Superman. I'm worried, of course, but you know, he, I think... Um, I mean, uh, there, of course there's a, a list of directors that I'd rather see doing it, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I am definitely doing that. So, at least he's saying that. So, all right. <laughs> now, Oh, <laughs> well, there's many. There's that's the thing. Is like when it comes to Jose, when it comes to like, there's people that are worse. There is a, there is a person who has shown up in the chat who cannot—anytime that there's mention of James Gunn, he cannot help himself. Um, and he's gone even far enough because I, I ended up muting him on on Twitter. He went even as far enough as, like, responding to—I think I posted a video yesterday or today uh, on Instagram. Can't help himself. I mean, the hate boners are so strong. They are just, like, throbbing when it comes to Gunn. there's with certain people. And I'm just like, man, this just reminds me of 2016 when we were doing when we were defending this man right here from from all that. It's just like it just reminds me of that, that level of just hate, just like the bias towards Zach, you know, but it's like I said, there are worse. There are worse people. There are worse people right there. But yes, uh, obviously, you know, we talked about that, how, uh, you know, these uh, hashtags are have been trending, which is great. So I posted that, talking about that. So hopefully you guys caught that. We talked about that on Monday's show. So uh, like I said, you know, keep that going. Maybe something could happen when it comes to all this. Hey, look at this. Matt Reeves out there during the writer's strike. Wearing that hat. Rocking that hat. That's right. Rocking it. Good for you, Matt. Good for you. Look at this face-off poster. I love it. Look at that that's pretty sweet watch that over the weekend love that movie and then we got this uh, Supergirl I don't know I'm guessing it's fan made it's not official of course but it looks pretty badass I really like that Uh, then we got this video right here praise the cameraman it's pretty cool to see that stuff of course See how some of this stuff, uh, you know, how people pull off some of these one shots, which is pretty cool. Dolph Lundgren, what the hell, man? Reveals eight year cancer battle that left him thinking, I've had a great life. Yeah, that's right. So, man, vibes, sending good vibes to uh, Dolph Lundgren, man. He's uh, been fighting cancer for the last eight years. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, he gets clear of it. But uh, eight years, I mean, that's got to be such a struggle. I'm I'm assuming there's a lot of medications and some uh, chemotherapy probably kicking his ass a little bit. But he's a strong dude. We all know that. So cheers to Dolph. Cheers to Dolph. That's my he-man. That's right. Masters of the universe. And then Jesus Christ, put out some good vibes for Jamie Foxx. My God. We're going to end up losing Jamie Foxx, aren't we? What the fuck? You can't, I, what? I don't think anybody even considered that anytime soon. But yeah, Jamie Foxx's loved ones are reportedly holding out hope he will make a full recovery, but are preparing for the worst as his health continues to decline. Jesus. What the fuck, man? Jamie Foxx, who would have thought? Jamie Fox. I'm just like, anytime that I see him trending, anytime I see him trending, I'm fearing the worst. If I see his name in the trend list, which it is there right now, but I know, um, he has, nothing's happened, but I just fear that I'm going to, you know, that, oh my God. But then again, I already know my, my, my timeline going to blow up if, uh, he ends up passing away, man. But this one, this one will sting a little, man. I've been following Jamie Foxx since fucking in living color talent, like just talk about just a massive fucking talent. Not only is he hilarious, he's a great dramatic actor. Okay. Obviously Ray collateral movies like that. He's this great singer guy can do impressions like crazy guys. Just ultra talented. And I'm like, why? What the fuck? Anyways. Yeah. Cheers to him, man. Cheers to him. Ah. Yeah, Jamie Foxx, he's a fucking, I mean, you want to talk about a goat, he's a fucking goat. Uh, we have some more James Gunn and Chris Pratt shenanigans right here. This time, Chris Pratt's giving him some more Superman legacy stuff, which I thought was pretty funny. I'm good,
0: I'm good, I'm good. Uh, happy to talk to you guys today. We want to get you good audio, so we're going to lean back. Been- oh, I thought there was a bird flying by. Yeah, look, a bird. It's a bird, it's a plane. <sighs> You're not gonna
1: say that, you? No. Good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Please don't. Well, I mean, unless there's a creative way. If there's a a new creative way, you could say it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. I mean, I say whatever. I think they've already kind of used some creative ways, but yeah, uh, I like how Chris Pratt was like, "You're not gonna, you're not gonna use that, are you? You're not gonna put it's a bird." And then James Gunn's like, oh shit, maybe I'll take that out of the script." <laughs> He's all, yes, I did put that in the script. Maybe I should take that out. Notes. Oh, that's pretty funny. Anyways, who wants to buy this for me? Huh? Uh, I want this Joker uh, action figure right here. You know, If anybody wants you, I'll purchase it for me. It's called a Beast Kingdom 1989 Batman Joker Dynamic 8, 8 Action, action. <laughs> Heroes. I want it. I want it. Christopher McQuarrie reveals that the uh, first talks he had with Tom Cruise for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. He said, I want to drive a motorcycle off a cliff. What do you want me to what do you want to do? And I said, I want to wreck a train. Cool. That's what I like perfect way to start conversations. Tom Cruise, the psycho that he is, is like, I want to drive a motorcycle. I mean, that's what, I think that's what Tom, Tom Cruise is just living out his daredevil life through his movies, which is great. We're all, I'm fucking here for it. Totally. 100%. So his first conversation with Christopher McQuarrie, when it came to the new Mission Impossible is I want to drive a fucking motorcycle off a fucking cliff. And then Christopher McQuarrie just said, let's wreck a train too while we're at it. All right. God, I can't wait for this movie, part one and two. It's gonna be great. New poster for Gardens of the Galaxy three right there, showing Rocket in the stars. That's pretty sweet. Okay, and then here's what a lot of people were talking about. Somebody was talking about this in the chat earlier. Uh, we, got, you know, and, and I and I normally don't really like to talk about videos like this. I really don't because it's like. You know, these actors, these celebrities, they're people too, and they don't want to be bothered all the time. I mean, obviously it comes with a gig, sure, but uh, yeah, there's a video floating around of Ben Affleck and J-Lo, and Ben is just not having it. He's not having a good day, so here's the video right here. He looks very tired, very frustrated, shaking his head, but he still opens the door for his lady. There's that but then he, look how he closes it yeah he gives that little swipe uh oh and then yes boop <laughs> ah he's just like i i mean to me it's just like he's just tired of being filmed maybe that's it is he frustrated with jlo that's a possibility too maybe who knows <clears throat> But uh, this shot right here, um, I paused it just perfectly because uh, if you look underneath when I posted, posted this, when I quote tweeted this video, Stephen actually did a screenshot. Mr. Colbert did a screenshot right there, and it's perfect because you have the stop sign perfectly above his head. That's exactly what he's thinking when it comes to the person filming him right now. It's exactly what he's thinking. Perfect. I didn't even notice that, but yeah, good on Stephen for... Showing, like, a screenshot of that, and I thought that was pretty damn cool. Like, But, yeah, he's just like, stop. Fucking stop. You know? To me, it looks like uh, he's just pissed at the... Yeah, exactly. That's what I kind of thought, too. But, I mean, it could be a little bit aimed towards J-Lo. You never know. We don't know the context. But I think we can kind of assume that it's mainly about the person filming and probably other people were filming as well. So I'm just going to be... I'm just going to say i'm gonna assume that it's more towards that maybe it's a little bit towards JLo too who knows again we don't know the context and and if it is towards JLo, i don't give a shit they're a couple sometimes couples fight and get frustrated with each other we don't need to see it we don't need to see it but yeah that face says it all and perfectly aligned with that stop sign right there pretty funny Jamie Lee Curtis, there she is, Haunted Mansion. They released this from Entertainment Weekly. She's the head in the crystal ball. And that's straight out of the the ride right there, which is cool. There she is, of course. There she is again. Uh, Designs, Flash, Batwing, Batbike. Oh, my God, look at that. The new Batwing, which looks pretty damn awesome. We got different designs right here when it comes to it. And then, of course, we got the bat bike. Ooh, that thing's beefy, man. Totally beefy. Side, front, everything. So that looks pretty cool. And then, of course, uh, this why does this need to happen? Speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, apparently a Freaky Friday sequel's in the works at Disney with Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan expected to reprise roles. Why? First off, it was a remake of a remake. Right. Hasn't there been like, wasn't it like the third remake? Well, technically, if you want to take all the little, you know, parent, sibling, parent, you know, kid fucking swapping thing. I mean, it's been remade to death, but why would they want to remake it again? And I'm just kind of going like, really, Lindsay Lohan? I mean, is she going to to me? It almost sounds like that could be a struggle. Is she like good now? I mean, I know she's been kind of just still off the I don't know, but who? I don't know. I don't even know if I saw the new one. I remember seeing the one with Jodie Foster, the original Freaky Friday. I remember watching that in school. I forgot who the mom was, but I remember watching that. I don't think I watched. I don't think I watched. I don't think I watched theirs because I didn't care. (laughs) I didn't care. I like Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, but I don't know, but all right. Now that we spend that much time on the, the tweets, let's start talking about the topics. Oh, boy. So, Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, this is what's cool though. I mean, I will say that when it comes to Batman versus Superman, the discourse for this movie is just never going to never going to let up. I mean, it's never really let up. I mean, it has it, back in 2016 into 17 was pretty intense. If you guys remember those days of trying to like defend 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 this movie like crazy. Probably, I have a ton of videos about BVS. And, you know, it was just like it was that kind of time. And then, of course, you know, when it came to Justice League and all the stuff with the Snyder Cut and everything and kind of, you know, kind of dampen, you know, dampen that down a little bit. Where We weren't really talking about that too much, but it would get brought up because mainly the main topic when it came to Batman versus Superman, the main discourse was Batman killing, which, of course, everybody was losing their minds about missing the ultimate like missing missing the plot big time of Batman missing the fact that yes 20 years being Batman has put him back a put him down a dark path and then he's about to kill Superman and realizing holy shit I shouldn't do this missing totally missing the plot right there so that was that's that's the main discourse that discourse shows up on my timeline every like every like 9 weeks now you know it's like Batman killing Batman killing even though Michael Keaton's a cold-blooded fucking killer if you go back and watch all that naturally but uh now we got new discourse because for some reason we're like like i said we're a week and a half after full circle and now all of a sudden i guess there was just bloggers or whatever that were just going hey you know what there's not there's not a lot of news happening right now so let's uh let's go back to the snyder stuff and i'm gonna go and watch all the footage from that And then I'm going to pick out this one certain thing, and then I'm going to make it an article. And then, of course, other bloggers from other sites decided to do the same thing. And then, of course, the whole discourse was happening on Twitter. And oh, my God. (sighs) Like, Jesus. So here we go. So mainly what what started this off first was the direct, DCU direct. They're the ones that put out this article first. Zack Snyder gets honest about Batman vs. Superman's negative reception. That's right. Zack Snyder opens up about Batman vs. Superman's poor reception. What? How many times is he going to say it? And here's the quote right here. So we got the direct. And this is what's... Uh, this is what... Uh, anyways. All right. So here's the quote right here. Let me start off with the quote. Let me take a little sip right now. Uh, question. Well, this film in particular... You created so many layers for the storytelling in the characters. And I think you have to want to make an effort to dig a little deeper. Which Snyder responds with, yes. But I think that probably is what caused the movie to be so polarizing. I think, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like people went into the movies going like, oh, this is a superhero romp, right? Let's have fun with it. Mm. Snyder then pointed out that he delivered the superhero film that the viewers really need to pay attention to, admitting it was not cool for the audience. And we gave them this sort of hardcore deconstruction, deconstructivist, heavily layered, experimental, modern, mythological superhero movie that needs, that you really need to pay attention to. That was not cool for them. That's not something anyone wanted to do. They were like, what? No, that's exhausting. How about why do they fight at night? I hate that. So obviously out of context, there's some people that just wanted to take that, take that, and, uh, you know, do all. First off, first off, during a QA, and a a and a at Zack Snyder's Full Circle Charity event, this was not during the Q&A for BVS. This was during Rebecca Johnson's time with Zach. Doing the commentary they didn't even source her. What the fuck is up with that first off? What? Why didn't you source her? I don't see anything right here sourcing and other other websites same thing. They didn't source the video They didn't do anything like that Well, let's go to the video shall we? Oh, that's not it hold on is that it No that's not it Wow oh, what the hell did my thing do here oh, my freaking there we go here we go wrong one that was that was her that was something else right there sorry that I was looking at but here's the video right here of them actually talking about it. so let's get the full quotes right here
0: I mean I guess that's the thing you ask them like hey did you guys did you understand this part of the movie or just you were just mad that it was at night. right? Like, at I don't right. know, like, what... Yeah. Well, this film in particular, you created so many layers for the storytelling and the characters, and I think you a... have to want to make an effort to dig a little deeper. Yes, yeah, and I think that that it's not... probably is what, you know, caused them...
1: Hold on. Jesus Christ, sorry. It's not even a... It wasn't even a question. She was just pointing out that there's so many layers. You know, that's what's funny. It wasn't even actually a question, but they put a cue in front of the... Okay.
0: Movie be So polarizing was that, I think, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of guys or a lot of people went into the movie sort of going like, "Oh, it's a superhero romp. Right. Let's have fun with it." Right. You know, and we gave them like this sort of hardcore deconstructivist, like m- heavily layered, like experiential, like superhero, modern mythological superhero movie. It needs a real you really to pay attention to it, and they just that was not That's yeah. not a thing anyone wanted to do. You have to think <laughs> about philosophy and theology, and yeah. And they didn't. They were like, "What? No, it's exhausting. <laughs> How about why did they fight at night?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. I hate that. But. All right, listen.
1: Well, uh, so there you go. There you go, right there. So there's a full quote. You know, this is where it's from because they didn't bother to. <laughs> Want to, you know, show exactly where it's from. It wasn't a Q&A. It wasn't even a question. She just brought up the fact that there's so many layers. Because Rebecca, she was on the Vodka stream last Friday... You know, I mean, if you watch this whole thing, which I recommend you do watch this whole thing, watch the whole commentary. She does a great, fantastic job. Watch her video that she had when, when it came to a one on one with Zach. Also watch that as well. Supergirl Radio. Um, and, you know, just she really knows she loves this movie and it's just picked it up, you know, picked the critics stuff apart and everything like that. I was talking with her today about it because all this was circulating and the fact that they didn't give her, like, they didn't put the source right there and didn't even, like, mention her name or anything like that. Um, And then she even said that, yeah, she has, like, she has notes and just all kinds of things. She even said that, like, even when it came to the critics, when it came to Batman v Superman, even critics have, there's, like, 14 like she, there was like thirty-four reviews that she looked at right at first, and fourteen of them, of course, brought up Marvel as a comparison, which is what we do. I mean, I get it. Critics are gonna compare DC and Marvel. They're always gonna do that. I hate that. I really hate that. But she did mention that. Wow, that's a lot. That's almost that's almost half. Like what she the chunk of that half of what she took and just like was like, wow, fourteen of them were like, of course, comparing to Marvel, which is like always like, man, eh, jeez, we really have to do that. But, um, but yeah, it was just kind of funny just to like see all that. And then, of course, I was seeing like the discourse happening, the back and forth online and everything. And and it's just kind of funny how like, wow, people still get so angry. And of course, they're saying like, oh, he sounds arrogant. He just didn't execute it correctly. And it's just like, no, he executed exactly the way that he wanted it to be executed. OK, you were expecting this. He made this. So it wasn't for you. That's all. It wasn't for you, but a lot of people dug it, especially the ultimate cut when the ultimate edition came out. A lot of people even like flip flop because that extra half an hour did wonders for a lot. I still remember uh you know, I'm sure uh, I still remember like like people just um just totally flip-flopping like they didn't like the theatrical, but then all of a sudden they watched the ultimate cut and they were like, went, "Oh wait, this actually makes a lot more sense." So, but I'm just saying like, so you expected this, you got that. And I even had conversations with people when it came out, people did not like it. I had coworkers, everybody, people that I, that, that saw it, they were like, no, that, I thought that was boring. They kept saying it was boring. It was boring. It was boring, you know? And it's kind of funny because now people are now, now people who like B- BBS are saying that about the Batman, which again, you got a love fandom, right? Phantom is just weird. You know, weird like that. Oh, now you're saying something else is boring. Okay. I still anyways, but uh, yeah, it's just kind of, he does bring up a great point, but there are so many people that just like that, that, that there's people that I was seeing online having like, you know, back and forth that are just basically just saying like, oh no, no, you, you, why maybe we just, you know, we didn't think it was like that. It's like, okay, you were not expecting the movie that he was giving you. Okay. That's fine. It wasn't for you. Move on wasn't for you, it's fine. We got another Batman out there, and we're getting yet another Batman out there. Maybe that kind of Batman will be there for you, and we're getting a new Superman. That could be for you, too. Perfectly fine, right? But, uh, you know, a lot of us do appreciate, I mean, I always say when it comes to Zack Snyder's Justice League trilogy, I think it very much plays out like George Lucas's original Star Wars trilogy. I really do. It's like, you know, you got Man of Steel, you got BBS, Man of Steel is like the new hope. BVS is like Empire and then Justice is like Return of the Jedi for me. To me, to be honest, that's the way I always looked at the trilogy right there. It's kind of like in the sense of uh, George Lucas's original Star Wars trilogy and I always would say that it's like a, and that's why it's my favorite. That's why BVS when it comes to when it comes to the, the trilogy, BVS is my ultimate favorite. Um, you know, and then of course it's up there like in my top 3 when it comes to all-time comic book movies, BVS is right up there, you know, it's my va- favorite Zack Snyder film too, so, but yeah, yeah, it's just kind of funny how this got all reignited again, like, just like, what the hell, now all of a sudden people are going back and forth, I mean, I saw, like, some people got dogpiled on, you know, when it came to Twitter, I think Phil got dog piled on when it came to talking about BVS, a lot of people, there's just a lot of back and forth, and it's just kind of funny, it's like, You know what? It's there. It's been there for seven years. If you don't like it, then don't watch it. It's not for you. But then at the same time, there were people that said that didn't understand what Snyder was trying to do when it came to Superman. But then when they saw Justice League and how Superman was in Justice League, they went, oh, okay. that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to get him to this point. Yes. Yes. That's what we were trying to tell you. We were trying to tell you. That's where he was trying to get him to that point. Yes, that's the Superman that you wanted, right? Yeah, we had to run him. You had to run him through the ringer a little bit first. You had to challenge Superman. He even says it during this commentary too, where it's like, hey, you know, you can't." and, and even just like deconstructing these characters, you got to find, you got to figure out their relevance. That's what he says. Figure out their relevance in this modern world. You got a 20-year Batman and a somewhat fresh-faced Superman, relevance in the world. That's what it emphasizes. That's what I, that's what I really love about BVS is that it's, it emphasizes, um, that notion right there. And just, you know, to, to show the relevance of these two characters in this world, especially got like I said, you got Batman who's going off a bad path. He's human. And then all of a sudden we got these gods and these unbelievable meta humans now all over the place. And he's just still a dude out of his prime, kind of, I mean, I don't know if he's fully out of his prime. He's still a badass at like 40, whatever the fuck. But still, it's like, and I think that's what he was showing us right there. And that's pretty cool. So PTSD, yes, that too. So just a lot of things. But yeah, it's just kind of funny. Like, wow, the discourse back and just seeing some of the uh, the stuff that was happening online. I was like, good God. Uh, we're still going to be talking. I mean, like I said, this movie's going to be studied. This and the Snyder Cut, and then I think Man of Steel, you might as well, because the whole trilogy, should be studied in film schools. Studied in film schools, that's what I say. That's what I say. Now we got this one. <laughs> oh, man. Little Mermaid, yay! Who's excited? Anybody excited for Little Mermaid? Anybody out there, huh? Are we excited? I know some people probably aren't. I'm not. But uh, we do have internet reactions because the premiere happened, like, I think Tuesday. Was it Tuesday or Monday? I don't know. I can't remember. Like I said, I'm not really paying attention to it. But uh, I did uh, run some polls again because I love polls. Yeah, that's right. Clip that one out. I love polls. You know, P-O-L-L. Come on, guys. Don't be so gross. Um, Let me find it here. Scrolling, 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 scrolling. Come on, I know it's coming uh, there. Jeez, I posted it very early today. There it is. Okay, so I posted. Um, all right, and then let me do this. Let me find the YouTube one. All right, here we go. Okay, so let's go ahead and check out these uh, check out these polls. <laughs> okay, so first off, Twitter. I asked, "Are you excited for a Little Mermaid?" We have almost 300 votes right here. and uh, 10.1% said yes. 43.2% said no. And then the rest, I'll catch it on streaming, 23% and then not watching it 23.6%. <coughs> so that's how people are feeling on Twitter right there. So when it comes to um, when it comes to YouTube, same thing almost, I mean pretty much. said, yes. 51% said, no. 15% I'll catch it on streaming. 25% said not watching it. So that's what pretty much people are saying when it comes to at least the polls from what I put out there. There's 13 comments right here. I'm sure they are just great and full of whatever the hell. Yeah, a lot of people not really. Yeah, some people are saying yes. It wasn't until Grace reviewed it, not a fan of the race swapping. Okay, some people are still not a fan of that. I personally don't give a shit. I'm not just a fan of the whole live-action Disney World. And now we have some internet reactions, which, of course, you know, we always have to be like, okay, they just saw the premiere. They're going to say it on the internet. Usually it's always relatively uh, positive right here. Little Mermaid is a tribute to all little girls to dream big. uh, uh, Holly Bailey sheer magic and David what almost looks like my name um digs a uh, delight as Sebastian Daniel the little mermaid may have murky visuals okay so at least he pointed that out a lot of people have been pointing out how ugly the movie looks I mean but I guess it kind of makes sense I mean underwater it wouldn't look all like you know bright and whatever may have murky visuals but the above-ground romance works swimmingly (laughs) He said swimmingly. <laughs> Anyways, great chemistry sells the love story, and the songs we know and love are still magical. Are they? Like the other live-action remakes, this doesn't touch the classic, but it's enough to stay afloat. Wow, just full of the freaking water puns, aren't you there, Daniel? Uh, or is it Daniel? Was that also a guy named Daniel? Yeah, it was two Daniels right here. Little Mermaid is fantastic. <laughs> He said, fantastic. Good God. Reimagining of classic tale that overflows with style, creativity, and color. Holly Berry. I, almost, I always want to say Holly Berry. Holly, Holly Bailey sings and splashes into our hearts with a wondrous voice and performance as Ariel. And then, of course, the V Diggs is hilarious. One of the Disney's best live actions. Okay. And let's move on to Eric Davis. Disney's The Little Mermaid is definitely one of the better... Live action ad- adaptations, adaptation. Yeah, uh, Haley Bailey, Holly Bailey. <laughs> God, it's hard to say her name. Pours incredible emotion into Ariel, and I got chills watching her. While Melissa McCarthy's McCarthy's Ursula and David's Diggs Sebastian steal scenes all day. All right, I will note that Eric Davis had like multiple tweets when it came to the Flash. Okay, and he used the word love. I don't mean to bring in the Flash on this. I'm just saying, just saying, because people were using Eric Davis's like, you know, Wonder Woman 84 reaction to the Flash reaction. Anyways, sorry. Uh, uh, Nimeroff. Holly Bailey is the Little Mermaid. Oh, she is the Little Mermaid, an angelic voice, the longing in her eyes, the chemistry with uh, Jonah... Ire King, she's flawless. The movie overall isn't. Ooh, he said the movie overall isn't. But there's more than enough charm, heart, and adventure. They're, uh, they're to uh, power it forward. Melissa McCarthy is deliciously, I'm guessing, deliciously awesome, whatever the hell. I don't think uh, I don't think he meant to say that she's delicious. The Little Mermaid, this is from Felicia. The Little Mermaid makes a pretty uh, makes it pretty close to being the best live action Disney movie. However, it still struggles in the villain department. Holly Berry is Ariel, and I had literal chills throughout her performance. This is a Little Mermaid retelling like you've never seen before. That's pretty. We don't need to go through all. oh my God, Frosty, how many tweets? Oh my God, it's the greatest movie ever. Oh my God. Shut up. Sorry, that guy bugs me. <laughs> he does. What could I say? It's the tequila talking. That's what it is. A little more fun, a little more feisty when it comes to uh, drinking while doing these shows. Anyway, so what I'm gathering is, you know, I, I just, I, I'm one of those, you know, when it comes to Div- Disney live action, I'm one of those that I think Dumbo is the best one, the best one I've seen. I haven't seen them all. But I say Dumbo is the best one because to me, that felt like a Tim Burton movie, great cast, and not to mention, they had to take a Dumbo movie, which was like, what, not even like 30 minutes long, and they had to extend it into a full-length movie? I thought they did a great job, and I felt for that little, cute, adorable, goddamn CGI elephant with the big fucking ears. I really felt for that, that little guy. And it felt like a Tim Burton movie. None of these other movies. I mean, like even the guy, even Aladdin's Guy Ritchie. It's like sometimes it felt like a Guy Ritchie movie, but it just felt like a movie that was just made by Disney. You know, a movie, a production by you know a committee or whatever the hell they call that. But that, but Dumbo, which flopped, which flopped, which is sad. Dumbo, which flopped, felt like the most unique one at, at least with, when it comes to the ones I've seen. And it felt like a Tim Burton movie. So yeah, that's just me though. I know, but I'm just not, I'm just, I, like I told you guys, I was not a Disney movie kid when it came to these cartoons. So I'm not really, I'm not a, I'm not a live action Disney adult. Speaking of Tim Burton, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetle. don't say it. Beetlejuice. It's fine. Okay. Nothing happened, but uh, we got some, uh, I mean, apparently Beetlejuice 2 is just all ready to go. We've been wondering about this movie. I really just kind of going like, really? We're going to have this movie like 36 years, 36 years later. Hey, you know, but apparently everybody's fricking coming back. Everybody's coming back. Everybody's coming back. So here we go right here. Here's like things that were, um, you know, that were shown up. Yes. Showed up yesterday right here. Beetlejuice 2 with Jenna Ortega and Michael Keaton is coming in, uh, September 2024, September 6th, and apparently that's the same date that they slated for the new Blade movie, but apparently the Blade movie, of course, is being delayed yet again, so I don't think the new Blade movie is going to be coming out during this time. But, uh, yes, it's uh, basically saying that, yes, Jenna Ortega is going to play Lydia's daughter. But Wynonna Ryder, of course, is going to be returning as well. Of course, you wouldn't. Why would you not include her unless she turned it down and didn't want to do it? I mean, I guess it's pretty perfect casting. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, she looks uh, I mean, obviously she looks like she would be the daughter of Lydia. I mean, come on. It's it's almost getting typecasting at this point. But uh, whatever. But I mean, they're saying that. uh, Now we're saying that Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe, has been cast also in Beetlejuice Two. What? Who is he playing? Who knows? But yeah, (laughs) interesting. I mean, I kind of makes you wonder though. Is Gina Davis Alec Baldwin? They gonna be? I don't know how they can actually do that though, because it's like, okay, once you're dead, don't you just look the same? They probably can't really do much when it comes to that. I don't know. Here's a cool little poster right here somebody made for Beetlejuice 2. I think that's pretty sweet. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the details right there. That's what they're saying. That is what they're saying. But a lot of people have been giving grief to Jenna Ortega, though. I don't know exactly why. I just saw, like, she was trending, didn't really check it out. But I know there was, like, something that some people were not liking and they were trying to cancel her for whatever. And then, of course, there was that whole thing about her not really liking the dialogue that was happening in the Wednesday show. So she refused to do some of the dialogue There's some stuff right there. I don't know. So there's some people that have grown, you know, there's some, there's some hate hate that is, that is out there for Jenna Ortega, but I don't necess- I don't have any hate for her. It's whatever for me. I thought she was great in Wednesday. I didn't see the last scream movie. I think she'll be great in this movie. Hey, Looking forward to it. I love the uh, the original. It's a classic, obviously. So we'll see what happens with it. And then finally... <laughs> oh, I, I have to. Uh, let me find my drop when it comes to... Oh, well, I, I, I guess I could do this one. <laughs> That's right. Good old, good old Disney. That's right, good old Disney, good old Disney. But, uh, you know... Yeah, I'm pulling out all the uh, the drops that I can right there. But Disney, oh my god, not only did Disney Plus lose 4 million, 4 million subscribers in the past quarter, in quarter I guess 2, whatever we're at right now, got yeah, quarter 2. 4 million Um, And then, you know, it's just like, all right, things are just layoffs are happening. All kinds of stuff's happening. It's all pretty crazy. But yes, there was like 4 million and it's it's not been it's not been trending up. It's been trending down. We knew this is going to happen, though, because people are just losing interest in all this stuff. They have too much. They have almost like a monopoly over this over a lot of the industry. What is like 38 percent of cinema or whatever the hell or that they own Lucasfilm, Marvel all the stuff. But then, of course, we have this right here reported by Deadline. Disney pulling some content off streaming in strategic rethink. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, things are just not looking too good. Disney will be yanking content from streaming as it rethinks its costs and strategy and is looking at content impairment charge of 1.5 billion to 1.8 billion as it does. We are in the process of reviewing the content on our D uh, DTC services to align with the strategic changes in our approach to content curation, said CFO Christine McCarthy on the company's post-earnings call. As a result, As a result, we will be removing certain content from our streaming platforms and currently expect to take an impairment charge of approximately $1.5 to $1.8 billion. The charge will not be recorded in our segment results. will primarily be recognized in the third quarter as we complete our review and remove the content. So they're removing content. And of course, they canceled Willow national treasure. They're just basically saying all that. But, uh, I mean, the pandemic really screwed a lot of this stuff up. I mean, I keep on saying that, but I mean, it shoved the whole streaming wars are not shoved, but it yanked it because it was going to happen. We were all preparing for the streaming wars, but the pandemic happened. So then the streaming wars got just, just pulled into present day and all these streaming, all these companies just were throwing money at all kinds of stuff. I think Amazon, even even Amazon, but Amazon has Amazon. Amazon Prime has Amazon backing that up. I mean, it helps that another part of that company is helped by the company of Amazon. But even at the same time, they were spending way too much money from what I heard. Every one of these companies spending way too much money. We're just seeing cutbacks, layoffs, all kinds of things. It's just, it's kind of a shit show. But I mean, but Disney is just, Disney's struggling. They were the top dog. They were the top dog. Just like Netflix was the top dog when it came to streaming at one point. Now it's just like, you know, that's where I'm like, okay, WBD, HBO Max, or just Max, Time for you to... time for you get nudged up right there, so. but there you go. There you go. Removing content. They lost four million subscribers. They'll still be okay. They're still making a bunch of fucking money, but you know, it's just kind of funny just to see like Disney has just really been struggling lately. Poor them, poor Mickey. All right put that put that okay we're good all right guys let's go to questions i forgot to post this on on um on youtube so no youtube questions this time i think i you know there's a lot of response to the poll so i don't really need to do that all right let's scroll down and make sure that we you know there's not some Some BS right here. It's going to get me in trouble. I think it's all good when it comes to questions on Twitter. And then, of course, like I said, guys, if you want to become a member and pick my brain a little bit more, we'll be doing a uh, members-only stream right after this. So see you guys there, of course. I'm just sipping this. I'm nursing the shit out of this. I'm not a tequila guy. not a tequila guy. All right. We got Miss Saggy Melons. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? See how fast I did that? You're welcome. You're welcome. <clears throat> there we go. Oh, is that Fear Jason make that? That's how I'd look as a bald guy. That's pretty sweet. I like that. That's funny. That's what we were like there. Uh, Brad Coran. Isn't it, isn't it crazy? Much Isn't it crazy much cul-de-sac power BBS still has after seven years? Also, with Zack not wanting to spoil anything with Robin's death, was thinking it was weird compared to him revealing Darkseid killing Lois in The Nightmare. So maybe that might be indicative of something. Yeah, I'm hoping for a book. That just seems like what could possibly happen is maybe there will be like some kind of graphic novel continuing some kind of stories. And maybe that's what's in the works or there's some kind of short live action. Maybe that would be sweet. What if he shot a short with Jared Leto and, you know, his son being Robin? I don't know. There could be all kinds of possibilities. Eric, Blake, hey, Dave, scooper BS aside, what do you think about this casting idea? Personally, I think he's more suited than Pratt, but how's the chin, you you think? And aside, who could you uh, see Bradley playing? Fuck, he's not going to play Batman. My God. Jesus Christ. Fandom Wire is just bullshit after bullshit after freaking bullshit. My God. They post just nothing but BS. Rumored to play an older Batman. It's not going to be Brad. Why would Bradley Cooper, who makes films, who makes films, I think he could show up in the DCU, but it's not going to be a predominant role because the dude is creating. He wants to create. Do you think he wants to uh, have to be able to, you know, get in a costume like every other year and be like, be stuck to a character and want to do Batman? I don't think so. I think he would gladly play a small role or do something small. He had a fucking cameo in Dungeons and Dragons. He voiced Rocket, which is pretty easy to do. You just got to go into a sound booth for, you know, a few days, get your check and go. I don't see Bradley Cooper actually wanting to actually take on one of these big roles, especially Batman. I mean, again, Batman is just that, I mean, that's, that's hard. That's hard right there. So I don't know. I just don't see it. I remember, remember he was like, he was down for uh, green lantern at one point, but I don't know if he'd actually want to do that now to me. I'm like, nah, nah, Bradley po- Co- Bradley. I almost said Bradley pooper. It's <laughs> a pretty funny name to be honest. Bradley Cooper will probably take his small role. I think he would end up being a small role when it comes to this. Jalen Carter it's 2055 Zach no Zach Snyder kind of mis- says he was robbed of making BBS the next Citizen Kane. So that's a guy trying to troll I guess. I don't know. I love how he he spelled it zach cinder uh, Sid, Sidner. Very creative there. Jalen, you're an awesome guy. Hope you're proud of yourself after you sent that tweet. Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave, would you rather have future comic book films and TV shows have extreme creative choices or be more comic accurate? Feels like it's very difficult to juggle both, but not impossible, just unrealistic to expect a 50-50 option. Personally, I just want compelling stories. I'm with you. I want compelling stories, too. I like the popcorn. I like the more chances something takes. And, uh, you know, I'm not all about, like, it's not the source, man. It's not the source. Mr. Wooter, Dave, which Flash trailer you like the most, one or two? For me, I think I like the second trailer more. What's your top five comic book movies of all time? I, I, you guys can't ask me that on the spot. That's something that I would have to require sitting down and thinking about. Um, when it comes to the trailer, I think I like the second one maybe a little bit, uh, a little bit more. I think the second one I did like a little bit more. Darkness Under the Wind, which, uh, Dave, with uh, Transformers, uh, R-O-T-B, whatever the hell it is, and The Flash coming out next month, which do you think will do better at the box office? I think The Flash is going to do better than Transformers. Uh, Josh how would you feel if WBD decided to fund a theatrical release of air cut in order to fill the DC movie gap in 2024 first before a possible Zack Snyder Justice League and IMAX since suicide squad takes place before that. Wouldn't that be sweet? It's a good idea. I mean, I don't think they'll do it because they're, they're not, you know, because of money and all that stuff. I should have asked Ben about his cut Batman footage on day three. Hmm. Right. That could have been cool. And then we got we got uh we got Bob Hope right here. They canceled Fantasy Island. Time to celebrate. Oh, okay. Didn't realize that was <laughs> Was there like a, a new remake show, a reboot show of Fantasy Island? I don't know. The plane, boss, the plane. Right? That's that one, right? Am I gonna get canceled for doing that? Probably. But uh yeah. Pretty crazy. Oh man. Pretty Crazy that we're still talking about BBS and all that, but what can you do? It's just the way it is, just the way it is. Still talking about BBS, everybody's still arguing about hashtags and all that stuff. And yeah, you know, like I said, the only hashtag I'm really backing up when it comes to Snyderverse, um, is uh, ZL and ZL, uh, or was it ZSJL in IMAX or release the Snyder Cut in IMAX? You could use that too, it's just longer. Uh that's the one I'm backing up because it's well it's the most plausible to be honest. Uh I know there's other people that are arguing about all this stuff. I try to stay out of it as much as possible. And but you know, that whole campaign is imploding like I talked about on Monday. Kind of sad. I mean, it's not like we didn't see it coming. Uh if you see the individuals that are that were uh heading that thing, you you kind of go, oh, "Okay, yeah. Makes sense why it's not working." <laughs> it's like whew. Eh, whatever but uh you know power to them and if anybody still wants to use whatever use whatever hashtag you want to okay whatever hashtag you want to do it's fine but uh like i said um uh, when it comes to hashtags i will gladly and it's actually it's um hashtag zsjl and imax is trending right now it's on my trending list right now the entertainment trending so that's good so at least it keeps on doing that but it would be pretty sweet if uh, more people could witness Zack Snyder's Justice League and IMAX, uh, I know Zack wants every everyone, he would love all his fans, to see that movie the way it was meant to be seen, you know? <clears throat> he definitely um, would want that for people. So hopefully more things can happen in the future. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, right now it's just, uh, can we get it to 100 k uh, Deus, uh, we could try. We could try. I mean, I, I, I'm i not really I'm not really big on those uh, the events and planning events and campaigning for events. I'm not really one. Of, but, you know, if there's a campaign that I think, oh, OK, that's cool, I'll gladly do it. But, you know, sometimes people make campaigns and I'm like, all right, that's I don't think that's anything. So but hey, you know, I'm sure there will be people that will probably want to do that. will want to campaign to try to get more screenings on there. I know fathom events could be a way to go or just a full-on charity events i know there's just you know hopefully there's ways i mean it might be a little too late sadly but yeah that's just the the one thing i'll definitely get behind when it comes to these hashtags or campaigns you know They're, they're just realistic unlike unlike that other one other one not so realistic impossible but again what do you expect when you when you just kind of go like hmm yeah i don't know it's just those guys power to them though <laughs> you know good luck with the rest of i don't know what they were planning on achieving but hey rock on <laughs> i don't know what he would say all right guys that's all we got for today's show make sure you uh like uh, hit that like thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. If you want to become a member and pick my brain a little bit after this, we'll be doing this, Yeah, you know, we'll be doing a members only stream. So uh, please partake if you'd like to do that. Talk a little bit more. Um, so members, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Everybody else, I'll see you guys on Friday. Got a guest and possibly a new time. A new time for the Vodka stream. Uh-oh. A little earlier. Yeah. So looks like that's going to be happening. So, uh, but yeah, I got a cool guest, hopefully. I mean, we pretty much worked it out, but it should be a a cool, a nice little conversation. But yeah, so I'll see you you guys on um, on Friday, but members, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Look for the link in your YouTube feed. All right, guys, love you. Talk to you later.